Money, a podcast network that understands the assignment. The Alive Podcast Network has launched the world's first content distribution app tailored by and for podcasters and listeners of color. Subscribers will enjoy a wide variety of shows ranging from spiritual to comedic to inspirational. Podcasters can house their content and merch in one spot and monetize from a central location. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com coming soon to iOS and Android. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. You can thank me later. Welcome to another episode of When Women Speak with Shirley Kay. I am your host, Shirley King. Thank you so much for joining us again. And you know what I'm about to say. Every episode is what? Fire. Yes, this is a fire, fire guest. Audrey Books. And this is is such a special guest for me. All my guests are special. This is such a special guest for me because this is also my counselor. We're going to get into a lot of things today that I may not normally get into, but I think it's necessary because our discussions at the When Women Speak with Shirley K podcast is intentional. You know, there's no reason for us to have fluff because fluff does Neither you nor I any good. My time is valuable and so is yours. When Women Speak with Shirley K is sponsored by Life on Power and the brand, What If She Knew She Was Powerful. So what we're really going to be talking about in this episode is releasing our past. Most often, most of us don't know we have a past that needs to be released. Guess what? That means that we don't know that we're in a stagnation state. And when we're in that stagnation state, we're also in a desolate space spiritually. I serve the Father God and His Son. And so you're going to hear that often because Audrey Books is a Christian counselor as well. Didn't matter how many letters I had behind my name. Until I release my past, I wasn't using my voice intentionally. Audrey, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you said yes. Thank you for your yes. Good morning, and thank you for having me, Shirley. You know that you and I, man, I can go on and on and on about our relationship, but I am glad to be here, and I'm glad to be a part of your audience, and I'm looking forward to the conversation. All right. So going back to intentional conversations, obviously having Audrey on this show also means that there's not, there's not going to be any discussion as really surface for today. And quite honest with you, I don't think we all, we do surface good at the When Women Speak with Shirley K podcast. We only know how to be intentional. So let's hit it. Audrey, what does it mean for you when you hear the statement, find her voice? Oh, when I saw that question, I was like, oh my, that's a good one. But I did come up with some uh, different attributes that resonates with me. Mm-hmm. First of all, uh, you said a word earlier, being intentional, being authentic, mm-hmm. bold, being truthful. That means standing in who you are, not what someone tell you you should be or what you think you should be, but being true who you are, being assured that your voice has power and that it will resonate beyond who you are 
and go out into the marketplace, ministry, all these different places. And lastly, purpose. Because I, I, I know that our voice is to be used for purpose. And to me, that's one of the greatest uh, thing of having a voice is to use it purposely. And, uh, and don't be afraid of your voice and what you hear. Because a lot of times when we hear our voice, we're afraid of what we hear. And it's not because of, uh, sometimes it's because of our own inner thoughts, but a lot of times it's because of what someone has told us or what we have heard growing up. So the older we get, the more afraid we become of our own voice, which is crazy, but it's true. We're afraid to even, you know, you hear a lot of people say, I don't like to hear myself talk. And it's not that they don't like to hear themselves talk. They're afraid of their own voice and what's coming out of their voice, what they hear. So don't be afraid of your voice and what you hear because it's purpose. Just imagine if you sound like a herd yourself speak like everybody else. Mm. That wouldn't have any power in it. No, mm. no, no uniqueness in it. There is no power sounding like everyone else. No. Now, now, Audrey, I'm gonna have to unpack a couple of those things. Like you just came in strong. You came in with smoke right in the beginning of this thing. Audrey, you talked about purpose. And when women speak with Shirley K audience, you hear me talk about purpose all the time. Purpose is the only way that you can identify your voice. That is what I believe. It's different from passion. It's almost impossible for you to be authentic with your voice and be intentional with your voice if you haven't yet really understand why you are here, why you were born, and what was deposited inside of you before you were even able to understand that you have a purpose on this earth and why. No matter what role we're in, it's important that we know we're valuable in that role, whether it be mother, wife, friend. And who we are to ourselves. It's important to know who we are so it validates us. No, at some point in our lives, we all have this unsureness about our successes and even the honors that we've gotten. You know what that's really about? That's when we began to question ourselves. And Audrey, you said something. Audrey, you said as we get older, we kind of like become afraid of our voices. That's like backwards though. I would think that we would be afraid of our voices more when we're younger than when we are older, because we wouldn't be afraid of something that we've had in our lives, all our lives. So tell me more, Audrey, unpack that a little bit more. Because uh, just think about it. We are a product or a byproduct of our former years. So just imagine all those years you have been programmed a certain way. So the older you get, the more accustomed you become to uh, what you have been programmed. I'm gonna use myself as an example, uh, my voice. For years, I was told, and I even thought because I was told I'm from the South, so therefore I have that country twain in my voice. 
So a lot of times I wouldn't speak. I would uh, stand, you know, in the background so I wouldn't have to speak because I was afraid mm -hmm. of how I sound. I was afraid that people would ridicule me mm -hmm. uh, because of how I sound because that was part of my past. That was part of who I was, mm -hmm. but not knowing that was who I was. That's who I am. That's how God made me. I could have grew mm -hmm. up on the East Coast and whatever and spoke a different uh, way, but that's mm -hmm. not where God placed me. That's not the parents that God gave me. Everything that God does is for a purpose. So therefore, I speak the way I speak. Of course, yeah, you can improve on your uh, vocabulary and those things, but I'm talking about the accent of mm -hmm. your uh, voice. Mm -hmm. So the older we get, if we don't become to know who we are, you heard that saying, becoming who you are, that could go both ways. We can become more of who we think we are in a negative way, or we, mm -hmm. we can become more who we are in a positive way. Mm -hmm. The choice is up to us. And that's why it's always good to go back and unpack your past, to make sure that your past is not a hindrance to you, is not keeping you stagnant mm -hmm. from moving forward in the things that God have called you to do and how he have called you to use your voice, to leave with your voice. So that's why I said the older we get, the more we're afraid of our voice if we have not come to realize who we are in Christ and why mm. we are the way we are. So what I heard was without unpacking your past, you can become who you are based on your past that if it includes negativity, trauma, if it includes um, relationships, decisions, all those things that you're holding on to, then you become her with all of that, yes. instead of becoming her based on authentically who you were created to be, yes. if you don't unpack your past. And some people have done it along the way, but I would venture to say a lot of us had not. No. And that's why you see on social media so much fakery, because people are not uh, they have not unpacked their uh, past, so you are seeing what they think others want them to be and not who they really are without all of the baggage. Because it's just like a suitcase. When you travel and go somewhere, you pack that suitcase for that particular destination and whatever, but when you come back home, you unpack that suitcase. You don't carry that suitcase with you oh, all everywhere. So why would you want to carry your baggage everywhere with you? It's heavy. Unpack it. Take out those things that have been following you and plaguing you all those years. Unpack that suitcase. It's heavy. Listen, audience, at, um, I write notes with every guest, but I got to turn the page of notes with Audrey. And let's be clear. You just heard me say 
<laughs> and I had six months of therapy with her. And I'm still writing these notes down. So when we're carrying all that baggage, it's baggage that we didn't pack for ourselves. All the things that happened to us as an adult or as children, those are things that we didn't even, we didn't even pack it. It was done for us. The experiences. Can yes. you tell the audience a voiceless experience that you've had? Yes. Uh, you talk about being in your 50s. I was voiceless for, I would say, the majority of my life because of trauma. And when we talk about uh, not being true in who we are, I walked and uh, pretended, well, I'm not even going to say pretended, because I just thought that's who I was. And it was based on the trauma. I, uh, I didn't use my voice in the manner that God called me to use it. I was very aggressive, very controlling, which it all was a protection because of the trauma that I went through. So I just would just tell people, that's just who I am. That's just who I am. And I truly thought that's who I was. Uh, but even during those times when I was controlling, aggressive, mean, angry, I still didn't use my voice in the manner that God had called me to use it. I used it in a way that was mean and uh, just not a good way. So uh, to me, that was voiceless because you are not, nobody's listening to that. Nobody's hearing you. So you might as well be quiet because your voice is not penetrating anything. You know, uh, it's not uh, healing. It's not helping. It's just going out into the void. You know, the word tells us that God's word does not go out void. And I believe that's how he wants to use us when we are leading with our voice. So when I was voiceless, my voice was going out void because nobody wants to hear anybody that is mean, aggressive, uh, controlling. But it was all because of my past. I had not dealt with my trauma. I was carrying that suitcase around for 30 plus years. And think about it. When we become, when we get older, we already, uh, you know, we add some of our own baggage. Mm -hmm. So just imagine I took all of that baggage for my 18, 19 years of living. And then I had my own baggage I was putting in there. So I was struggling. I remember my therapist telling me, she said, Audrey, just imagine you walking uh, sideways. She said, that's what you're doing. You have no balance because oh. you are weighed down. You are so heavy. She said, you got so much stuff on you. I'm surprised you are not uh, sick on the streets. Uh, I mean, she even said at my the state I was in, she was surprised I was not on the street uh, prostituting. That was her words, because I was in such a bad way. Not that I was uh, sexual so much, but just the state of mind that mm. I was in because of the trauma. And I had not dealt with that trauma. 
uh, so she said, just imagine you just, you've been walking and leaning your whole life out of balance because you're so weighed down. And that's what happens to us when we are carrying the weight mm. of the past. We were not intended to carry that. Mm. And then we pick up our own baggage because life happens, relationships, uh, you have kids, not saying that kids is a baggage, but you have to learn to be a parent. Mm -hmm. We have all different type of life challenges, our profession, our career. Mm -hmm. So all of those things are dumped in that suitcase. And the suitcase is not only is it heavy, but you know, when you go to the airport and it's overweight, mm -hmm. uh, 75 pounds or 50 pounds, how much it, and it's just bulging out of the seams. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what we look like. If you can just imagine yourself with the baggage and your suitcase has all this stuff bulging out the seam, mm -hmm. abuse, uh, domestic violence, relationship issues, uh, careers, all of this just coming out. Uh, your childhood, a dysfunctional childhood, which I think a lot of us have that in that suitcase. Uh, mm -hmm. But you don't have a voice because how can you have a voice when you're weighed down with all of that? You you can't. It's like someone trying to talk and, and you're stuttering or somebody hitting you in the back of your head mm -hmm. or something and you're just trying to find your voice. You don't have it. Oh, man. The, the analogy of the... Um... The airport suitcase. One thing I don't like is when I'm when I'm overweight and they put the big red or yellow sticker on it that says that the suitcase is overweight. Because most often I, you know, they go, I can tell that they've gone in and inspected my suitcase somehow yes. along the way, right? The tag. So, so when you when you said that, it goes, okay, when you're carrying all that baggage, the baggage that you didn't pack all those things that happened as you became an adult or a child. Those are the things you did not pack that it was done to you. The experiences were simply experiences that were created for you and then your own baggage. Right. So you have all of that and your demeanor could be putting a sticker on yourself. And Audrey, in your case, it was a lot of aggression. Like you said, you were mean, but that's a sticker, which also says that, she might not be safe with us or with me. I may not want to have a conversation with her or even be in any type of relationship with her. And that could be at work, the employer-employee relationship. It's all a relationship, ladies and gentlemen. Everything is relationships. I know one of the things I've learned in this 30-plus year career in HR is I go back to relationships. When I think of any, making any decisions, any critical decisions for a group, for a person, I'm going to go back to the relationships. Sometimes it's not even me. I may ask someone that has a relationship with that person to have the more difficult conversation, although HR might supposed to do it. Once I got a clue about relationships, it helped me free other people for some things, but it still took a minute for me to get free until I unpacked some of that past. 
there has to be an agree agreement to be led and to lead. And Audrey, man, you've been a leader most of your life. And you were placed in all those positions based on how you led, even though you might not have quite managed people well. And let's be clear, when we talk about the aggressive person in the workplace, or even if you have volunteered on any boards, right, there's this aggressive person that is the person that gets things done. And I can tell you, that's usually the folks that, you know, most managers want to work with. Whatever department this person is leading, they want that person who's going to make the people, listen to what I said, make the people get it done. So it doesn't surprise me that Audrey has been in these leadership roles all her life. Yes. And one thing, Shirley, that I've learned over my years, when God gives you a purpose, uh, he will also give you grace to stand in that purpose even when you are not ready. Mm. Because I've always been a leader because that's my calling. And even though I was not where I should have been for as uh, growth wise, mm -hmm. God still used those attributes that was in me. Yes, they needed to be fine tuned, but he still used me. Mm -hmm. And I believe that's when, when God gives you a gift, your gift is there. It's, it's, uh, it's there. It's just that we have to go through the, the pruning, the unpacking, the probing to fine tune that gift. And even, uh, in my years of distress or becoming my true self, there was some times that I had to go back and take a look at how I was leading because I didn't always speak in the manner that was uh, the best way to lead people because of my own pain. I would speak, but I was not always quick to listen. And you know yourself being a leader, you have to be listening is the very first thing you need to do. Absolutely. So mm -hmm. I will always speak but not always ready to listen. And that's why I said that sometimes my voice went out void because nobody wants to just hear and not be able to, to speak their opinion. Oh, Audrey, this leads right into our next question. Audrey, I have to ask you, why should the voices of women and their values even matter? Because our voices, and we as an individual have, I, I wrote three things, mm -hmm. purpose, power, and places. We all have a purpose with our voice. Our voice has, our purpose has power. Our voice has power. Mm -hmm. And we are to go out, you know, uh, the Bible tells us we're to go out into the nation and, and, and make disciples. So we are to take our purpose and our power and to go out with what he has given us. Why? Because God has given all of us a shape. And when I talk about shape, I'm not talking about our physical shape. 
I'm talking about shape, S-H-A-P-E, which mm-hmm. means spiritual gifts, a heart. What is the heart? Uh, that's the passion for what our purpose is connected to, abilities. We're all equipped and graceful that unique purpose, which we use our voice. We mm-hmm. use our values because I think when you use your voice, your values should all line up together. You're not going to speak on anything that is not part of your value system. Mm-hmm. So that to me all goes together. And then the E stands for, I mean, the P is your personality. Uh, your per- Like when, when I see Shirley, now your smile and joy is all part of your personality. So that's all part of your purpose. So when you're out speaking, people look for your personality, which is your smile, uh, the joy that you bring when you enter a room, the information that comes through you and your personality. And then the last one is the experiences. And those experiences get the good, the bad, and the ugly that make up who we are and who we are called to be. So that's what I say when we talk about our shape. Mm-hmm. We talk about the God-given shape uh, that is connected to our purpose, our power, and the places. Because I think uh, a lot of times we don't realize the power that we have in our voice. We don't. A lot of times. Our voice is very powerful. And if we were to get in a place to let go of all of that, that is stopping us from using our voice, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this is going back to the brand that you represent. What if she knew she was powerful? Just imagine how much impact we can make on the people that God have called us to. Absolutely. How many places our voices could go because our voices can go places that our feet would never touch. Mm-hmm. Only if we knew and if we acknowledge to shape that God have given us, we would, I mean, it, it's just amazing, but it all goes back to letting go of who we were or, or, or what people think we should be to being who we are in Christ. Okay, the, the S is for spiritual gifts. The H is for our heart because you know the heart holds a lot of things. And one of them is the passion mm-hmm. for the spiritual gift and our purpose. Mm-hmm. The A is stability. God have gifted all of us, equipped us and graced us uh, with abilities to carry out our spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. P is personality. That's your voice. E is the experiences that you bring with your spiritual gift, with your purpose. Ooh, that shape, Audrey. S-H-A-P-E. And for the person who's listening now, 
And you heard that first acronym, spiritual gifts. Whether you are a Gen Xer, baby boomer, millennial, no matter what your generation is, I'm going to say it again. You were placed on this earth for a full purpose. It has to work itself out or someone will not experience the life they were supposed to experience because there are the things that they were supposed to have in an interaction with you. There are some gifts that you have that nobody else has, even if it looks similar to what someone else has. When women speak with Shirley K. audience, there are nearly 8 billion people on this earth. Out of the 8 billion, it's a small number assigned to you. They are just not going to hear the same words that someone else will speak from anyone else. They, they will only hear them from you. They can't observe the actions they need to observe. That's going to help them unless they observe you being actionable. So shape applies to you. Shape applies to me. Whether you're listening to this real time or you're listening to this two years later, one year later, shape applies to every one of us. Uh This has been so good, like so good. And I know y'all hear me say this over and over again, but I'm ready. I'm excited about this next question because I'm excited about the answer that each one of our guests have for this question. Audrey, what does the statement convey for you leaving with your voice? Okay, yes, that one right there. I was like, oh my God, leaving with your voice. And I kept going back and forth leaving with my voice and I came up with this leaving with your voice to me means you left with who you are fiercely you when say if I entered a room I did what I needed to do and I'm leaving I left with me you know, when I first came on, I talked about uh, being authentic, being bold, being yeah. truthful. Yeah. When I leave, the people, I, I don't, I wouldn't have to say that I gave you my truth. I was authentic. I uh, was bold, uh, fearless. They would know when I left that room, they would know that I left with who I am mm. and that. I gave them what they needed through my voice mm-hmm. and that I left nothing. I left nothing. They didn't have to wonder that uh, she speak from a, from a place of truth, that she speak from who she really is. No, I left because I was not afraid. I was not intimidated, nor uh, fearful of what, people would think I left with the voice of who I am, not uh, who I'm becoming, but who I am right now. Mm, So what I just heard was you left intact because you showed up exactly who you were. You showed up whole and you left whole. Yes. Yes. I did not come out uh, even wondering who I am or uh, or anything. I left, like you said, intact, 
fully clothed. Yeah. And that's that fulfillment. That that that's the thing that purpose gives us. Purpose gives us true fulfillment. We can fill people and still remain full. That's true fulfillment. We were not meant to live this earth unempty. Glass half full. What's that? Audrey, I have absolutely enjoyed this episode. In the in audience, I'm sure you can hear the glee in my voice. I have enjoyed this episode of When Women Speak with Shirley Kay with Audrey Brooks. And I could go on and on. But I like to make sure that I have this sweet time frame with you because your car drive between 30 and 40 minutes, you get all this goodness before you have to turn off the ignition. Audrey, thank you so much for joining us for the When Women Speak with Shirley K podcast, sponsored by Life on Power and the brand What If She Knew She Was Powerful, produced and managed by Cleavon Davis of Build Your Vision podcast. Audrey, how about any last words of advice you'd like to share with our listeners? Uh, I would like to say uh, two things. One is if you carry any baggage, let it go. Let it go. And if you don't know how to let it go, reach out to someone that does. And second, do not be afraid to use or lead with your voice because your voice is powerful. It was uniquely created for you. Not for anyone else, but for you. Don't allow how you sound or what someone says about your voice to deter you from using your voice. Your gift is tied to your voice. And there's someone out there that needs your voice. Your gift is tied to your voice. Even for the ones who say they like to stay in the background and they like to do the administrative and the support work in the background. Their voice is still tied to their gift. Audrey, how does our audience reach you? How do they contact you? Social media, your email, how do they reach out to Audrey Brooks? Uh, you can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, Audrey F. Brooks. My uh, website is AudreyBrooks.org. And my email is info at AudreyBrooks.org. No matter where you go, audience, it sounds like Audrey Brooks all things. So reach out to Audrey if you really want to unpack some of your past. Just be aware. You're going to unpack some things you didn't know you had already packed into that bag and other things that you didn't know other people had packed for you. But the wonderful thing about going back and making sure that your decision now aligns with your gift and aligns with your voice. This has been another episode of When Women Speak with Shirley Kay, and I am your host, Shirley King. Thank you for listening to the When Women Speak podcast on the Live Podcast Network.